Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
give them what they want. You use the term the occupation of Palestine. Um, I think it, what I meant is like the, the settlement places where, um, where Palestinians are experiencing uh, difficulties. Do you think you can expand on that? I am not the expert on geopolitics on this issue. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. We're here in Kansas City to rally for Brent Welder. We're gonna flip this seat red in November. We're gonna flip this seat red in November. Unemployment red is Republican. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Just last year, we gave the military a $700 billion uh, tax, uh, budget increase, which they didn't even ask for. She's confusing the entire military budget, Pete, with the increase. Capitalism has not always existed in the world, and it will not always exist in the world. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. It shows that Medicare for all is actually much more, is, is actually much cheaper than the current system that we pay right now. Nancy mm. Pelosi, mm. do you recognize her as the mm. leader for the House Democrats? Of course. Why well, I think absolutely right now, you know, she... Go ahead, please. She is, she is the leader of, of... No, no, she, I mean... Um, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Welcome, folks, to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report, back after a brief hiatus. Um, Alexandria – oh, wait, wait, wait. Today's date is February 25th, mm-hmm. 2019. United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun. And I'm your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. And for those of you who are not familiar with the show or with me, I hold a uh, Ph.D. in history from the College of William and Mary and also a Ph.D. in genetic anthropology, also from William and Mary. So now we're up to speed. I have – Taking a hiatus from the show for a brief period of time to uh, learn a new business that I am in. Um, it's uh, underground construction, which is a lot of fun and very interesting. But now I'm back, and so I'd like to get into some of the current events, like um, what's going on with uh, my homegirl, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from the island of Puerto Rico. She has quite possibly got to be the dumbest woman on the face of this planet. I mean, she's an embarrassment to Puerto Rico and Puerto Rican women everywhere. She is an embarrassment to the city of New York and, of course, the fool's who elected her. Can you imagine electing this person to high office as a congresswoman and sending her to Congress? And, well, I know some of you, I mean, you you need proof, right? 
that this woman's crazy. I mean, not crazy, just just dumb. I mean, just I mean, well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you right here and now. Just just listen, and and then we'll, we'll then we'll we'll really get into it. Just just listen to this, and try not to laugh too hard, and, and certainly try not to cry. Here we go. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Senator Ed Markey have officially introduced the long-awaited Green New Deal. Today, I think, is a really big day for our economy, the labor movement, the social justice movement, indigenous peoples, and people all over the United States of America. Markey and Ocasio-Cortez introduced a resolution that calls for the federal government to create a Green New Deal by meeting 100% of the power demand in the United States through clean, renewable, and zero emission energy sources. And in the process, this will create millions of good high-wage jobs and ensure prosperity and economic security for all people of the United States. Climate change and our environmental challenges are one of the biggest existential threats to our way of life. Not, at, not just as a nation, but as a world. So what's in this so-called Green New Deal? Everything and nothing. Because the resolution says what should be done, but offers few, if any, specifics on how it gets done. Again, the, the resolution deals with principles. We don't deal with any individual um, uh, approach that would be taken. And that's why we define the scope of this resolution to be so broad and to be so comprehensive. A broad and comprehensive plan that offers zero specifics on how to accomplish any of it. <laughs> Fantastic. So one of these goals is to completely eradicate all greenhouse gas emissions in the United States. So now we're talking about this renewable revolution. We're talking about all electric vehicles. Yep. If you own a car, truck, motorcycle, or van that runs on gasoline, and you likely do since there are around 260 million of them, you'll have to replace it with an all-electric vehicle within 10 years. Do you have a gas-burning stove in your home? That will have to be replaced too because natural gas emits greenhouse gases. And I'm sure that policy won't affect the over 600,000 restaurants in the United States that require natural gas to cook food. Not to mention the thousands of food trucks and food carts that require the use of propane to operate. And I can't say for sure, but your charcoal and gas grill will probably be illegal too. Sorry. We're talking about uh, mandating uh, that all new buildings in the United States are twice or three times more efficient than the ones that are being built today and to refurbish the old ones so that they meet higher energy efficiency standards. The resolution calls for upgrading all existing buildings in the United States. That's millions and millions of existing residential and commercial buildings that will need to be upgraded to meet whatever new energy standards the federal government comes up with. We're talking about an historic 10-year mobilization that will mitigate climate emissions, build climate resiliency. We have acted on this scale before, and we must do it again. <laughs> we have never acted on this scale before. There's 136 million housing units in the U.S., and all of them are supposed to be upgraded in 10 years? That's not even counting every commercial building. There aren't enough electricians and construction workers on the planet to pull this off, let alone the United States. It's logistically impossible. Oh, <laughs> wait, I'm sorry, I forgot. 
The Green New Deal will take care of all of this by providing resources, training, and high-quality education, including higher education, so that all people of the United States may be full and equal participants in the Green New Deal mobilization. We need massive renewable energy deployment, wind, solar, offshore wind, storage batteries for renewable electricity. That's where the training and high-quality education come in, because we're going to need a ton of workers to design, build, install, and maintain renewable energy devices like the hundreds of thousands of wind turbines that will be required to generate the country's electricity. Our energy future will not be found in the dark of a mine, but in the light of the sun. Not exactly. See, those storage batteries he mentioned don't grow down at the local Best Buy. They need to be manufactured with elements like graphite, lithium, and cobalt. Elements that are all found in the dark of a mine. Now you might be thinking, what if I don't want to be a lithium miner, wind turbine engineer, or construction worker? Well, don't worry, the Green New Deal's got you covered. According to Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez's platform, the federal jobs guarantee would provide training and experience to workers while bringing much needed public services to our communities in areas such as park service, child care, and environmental conservation. I don't know what that has to do with climate change, but if you don't want to do any of those things, it's totally cool. Because according to a fact sheet released by Ocasio-Cortez's office, the Green New Deal will provide economic security for all who are unable or unwilling to work. Note to self, move to Hawaii and be unable and unwilling to work. The same fact sheet states, we set a goal to get to net zero rather than zero emissions in 10 years because we aren't sure that we'll be able to fully get rid of farting cows and airplanes that fast. So we're gonna get rid of cows and airplanes. Are we being pranked? Nope, because the fact sheet also states that one of the Green New Deal's infrastructure goals is to build out high-speed rail at a scale where air travel stops becoming necessary. No one with half a brain could possibly think that's a good idea, right? I know that there's going to be debate about how realistic that is, especially when you consider the corporations that will influence that discussion. But with that said, the idea of never having to fly again is amazing. 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 Right. <laughs> Maybe we could do a Hyperloop. How do you take a train to Europe? You know, this... Ah, who wants to travel overseas anyway? This crazy senator from Hawaii, they said, do you like it? Yes, I like it very much. Oh, really? How are we getting to Hawaii on a train? The president is talking about Senator Maisie Hirono, who signed on to co-sponsor the Senate resolution. But when asked about the fact sheet's call for getting rid of airplanes, Hirono replied, that would be pretty hard for Hawaii. She didn't think about that one, but she's thinking about it. She'll figure it out. I guess you could take a cruise ship, right? Oh, except that cruise ships run on fuel. Oh, we gotta ban those two. Okay, so you won't be able to fly anywhere or drive more than 100 miles before having to stop and charge your electric vehicle, but on the bright side, millions of jobs will be created, all in the name of saving the world from climate change, right? 
As you know, Congresswoman, one reason that people who are politically conservative are skeptical of efforts to combat climate change mm -hmm. is that it sounds to them like it requires massive government intervention, mm -hmm. which they just mm -hmm. don't like. Are you prepared to put on the table that, yes, actually they're right, what this requires is massive government intervention? It does. It does. Yeah, I have no problem saying that. Twelve hours later. I think one, one way that the right does try to mischaracterize uh, what we're doing as though it's like some kind of massive government takeover. Mm -hmm. Takeover, intervention, semantics. Another issue that came up was that the fact sheet talked about not only transitioning off of fossil fuels, but also from nuclear energy. A Green New Deal is a massive investment in renewable energy production and would not include creating new nuclear plants. But why not? Nuclear power is a zero emission energy source. So why wouldn't you combine nuclear with renewables? Because expanding nuclear power sources would dramatically remove the need for the millions and millions of federally guaranteed jobs that the green dream calls for. As you can see, AOC is using climate change as an excuse for her socialism. It's unclear if we will be able to decommission every nuclear plant within 10 years, but the plan is to transition off of nuclear and all fossil fuels as soon as possible. No, the plan is to transition to clean, renewable, and zero emission energy sources. And since AOC's fact sheet contradicts the actual House resolution, this confused reporters. Can you explain where the Green New Deal stands on nuclear power? There's just some confusion after the initial fact sheet when Asa said there was no room for nuclear. Is that where you stand on this? Uh, the, the resolution is silent on any individual technology uh, which can uh, move us towards a solution of this problem. This is a, uh, a resolution that does, that does not have individual prescriptions in it. So it is silent, the resolution itself. That is not part of the resolution. Thanks for watching, sharing, and hitting that like button. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. And while you're here, check out the sources and links in the description and check out these videos that you may have missed. As always, I hope to see you next time. Wow, I am so excited to be here. Hi, I'm Kermit the Frog. <laughs>
I had a hard time saying that. Getting rid of air travel, cows, retrofitting or tearing down and rebuilding every single building in the United States, and so on. And somehow, if – oh, and, and the way they're going to do this is they're going to take all of the money from the rich. They're going to tax them 70%. Okay, so once all that money's gone, well, we just print more money, she says in her, in her fact sheet. Just, just print more money it, once, once all their money's gone. Oh, and, and also – for those of you out there who are advocating the Green New Deal, try this on for size. We would be the only ones doing it. This would mean that we would be going back into the Stone Age pretty much. Pretty much because we won't have cars. We won't have air, air, airplanes. We won't have, we won't have ships. So now I suppose we'll be sailing through wind power again. Sails, you know, like like the old the old ships that that use sail power and no no engine power, and that's how folks are going to get around here in the United States. Because once this all happens, we won't have a military to fend off anybody. So we can't force we, – we won't, we won't be able to protect ourselves militarily, and so the, the United States will pretty much cease to exist because one of the reasons why folks don't come over here and take over is because of the United States military and because we have a far reach with our aircraft carriers and, and so on. But those will all be gone. So now it's open season on the United States of America because of the Green New Deal. China, Russia, and most of this country's enemies are, are salivating, I suspect, over this. Oh, please, please enact the Green New Deal, USA, because we're not that stupid. We're not going to do that. So – Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, from my homegirl from Puerto Rico, dumb as a box of rocks, all to be damned, wants the United States to have zero emissions. No, what, what's, what is, wait, is it? it's not zero. It's, uh, hmm, we're call okay, let me read from the, the FAQ, the infamous FAQ. Yes, we're calling for a full transition off fossil fuels and zero greenhouse gases. Anyone who has read the resolution sees that we spell this out through a plan that calls for eliminating greenhouse gas emissions from every sector of the economy. Every sector of the economy. Meanwhile, Russia, China, and so on are just watching all this craziness. And salivating, and 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 they're sad too because we're the we're the greatest, still the greatest economy in the world. So but so that's done. We're we're, we're done because there's no economy with all all these goodies we have like air power, automobiles, and so on. All right, but that doesn't matter. 
Simply banning fossil fuels immediately won't build the new economy to replace it. This is the plan to build that new economy. What new economy? And spells out how to do it technically. We do this through a huge mobilization to create the renewable energy economy as fast as possible. So I guess Ocasio-Cortez wants to redirect uh, segments of the economy to build this technology, then sort of eliminate themselves and be replaced by this new technology. We set a goal to get to net zero rather than zero emissions. I don't know what that means. In 10 years, because we aren't sure that we'll be able to fully get rid of farting cows and airplanes that fast. No doubt. I'm, I'm, I'm actually reading this because she wants to eliminate all cows too. And how you go about getting rid of every single cow in the United States of America, that just – how does that even happen? It's like saying I'm going to get rid of all cats, and she wants to get rid of all farting cows because when cows fart, they emit CO2 or, or methane, so they got to go. But meanwhile, remember this. All this is happening here in the United States. No other country is going to be dumb enough to do this, but she says that… By the United States doing this, enacting the Green New Deal, somehow we will save the planet. Yeah, because it's only the United States of America that's causing climate change. Apparently, that's what Ocasio-Cortez and some of these other clowns believe. That it's only the United States of America that is causing greenhouse gases, and we have a lot. We have more. I guess we have more farting cows than every other nation. The, um, Puerto Rico doesn't have any cows, I guess. Um, Russia, no cows. Um, China, no cows. And what about all those damn cows in India? You know, they, they worship those things pretty much. They, I mean, I mean, you can't kill a cow over in, over in India. You know, ass is going to jail. So what about all those cows? I guess they, 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 they're on easy street right now. They don't have to worry about a damn thing because nobody's knocking them off. So they get to keep farting. You see… This is why this woman just doesn't make any sense and is out there where the buses don't run. But but it's not just her. Camilla Harris has signed on to this. Cory Booker has signed on to this. These are these are what I would consider to be otherwise legitimate candidates for high office. And they are Let's dig deeper. Let's dig deeper into the details of this foolish, obnoxious, absurd plan. But first, 
Let's take a break. We'll come right back. You're listening to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. This is the Dr. C. Robert Jones Conservative Report, weekdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on the WOW Radio Network. Please join Doc Jones as he kicks off primetime with the Sit Rats. Weekdays from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern, Dr. C. Robert Jones is a retired Marine officer with a PhD in history, and he keeps up with the day-to-day events and analyzes and explains with historical facts and in an informed opinion. Gojo Media is dynamic and fresh, so please catch The Situation Report every weeknight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the Dr. C. Robert Jones Conservative Report, weekdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on the WOW Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to Comedy Night at University College. Let's be very considerate to our first comedian, Jason Berkelman. All right. What a good-looking crowd we have tonight. Oh, okay. Sorry for that. Anyway, I just broke up with my girlfriend. Your heteronormative relationship is exclusionary and prejudicial. Okay, um, so I, uh, I just flew in, guys, and the snacks on airplanes. What, are you allergic to peanuts? Your flying was on a list of trigger warnings we sent you. Who are these people? We're the victims of your hate speech. We'll need to secure a safe place for our protesters. They seem angry. And here we go with the tone policing. Acknowledge your white privilege. I was going to with some of my jokes. Like this one. I went on vacation in Jamaica. Racist. With my dad. Patriarchus. He smoked pot, guys. It's funny. Mansplain the bigot. Jason, there's at least eight different genders in the audience right now. They're not all guys. Well, that, that, now I feel like I can't say anything. Of course you can, Jason. This is a free speech zone. Okay. Huh. All right, so, uh, what else is going on here? <laughs> Welcome back. I think that's hilarious, but unfortunately, it is so true that it's hard to say anything anymore without first giving very careful thought to what you're going to say and how it's going to be interpreted by someone else. And even your humble host has had to, on occasion, take pause to consider the words that are coming out of my mouth. I know. I know. (laughs) You can't believe it, right? It's true. Sometimes even I consider what I'm about to say and how it might be perceived by others. But fear not because… The older I get, the more I simply don't give a damn. Not a damn. Do you know why why our president tweets the way he tweets? 
and tweets the things he tweets and says the things he says and behaves the way he behaves? I can tell you why. Because he's filthy rich, and he's got what we call fuck you money. And fuck you money is the best kind of money because fuck you money says I can say and do whatever I damn well please, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it because I'll punch you in the mouth and my bail already be posted. That's called fuck you money, and guess what? I have it too. I've got a lot of it. So, just like my man Donald, I can say and pretty much do whatever the hell I want. And you know how liberating that is to be able to say whatever you want, however you want to say it, do whatever you want, short of murdering somebody or you know, serious felony. But other than that, we can pretty much do whatever we want and say whatever we want. So here's the thing. Political correctness, be damned. I say stewardess, not flight attendant. I say secretary, not whatever they're called. I'll say whatever the hell I want. However I want to say it. Because number one, I'm 57, and number two, I'm filthy rich. And you know what? Some, if it were coming from a white person, someone might say, even another white person would say, oh, you're just abusing your white privilege. That's white privilege. Well, guess what? I'm not white. Nope, 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 nope. I might sound white. But I'm not rich. Fuck you, privilege. Not white privilege, not black privilege, which there is a such thing. No, it's I'm rich. Fuck you, privilege. Okay? So I'm glad we got that out of the way. Now, let's get back to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her new deal. Because, damn. Listen to this. It's, it's it's sad. It's it's sad and it's hilarious. Just I mean I'm not going to play the whole thing because it's ten minutes and forty one seconds long. But I just want you to listen just a little bit more because I want you to understand what's happening here. I want to set it up once again by saying that this woman is nuts and she's dumb. As a box of, 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 of rocks, a big box of, of rock, number 57, gravel, if you know what that is. Rocks. It's a fancy word for rocks. And she's dumb as a big old bag of that. But the sad part is, we have people who are actually smart. I consider Cory Booker to be quite, quite, quite smart. Camilla Harris, smart, who agree with this chick, who say that, yes, it's doable. But somehow I get the impression that they're not going to give up their cars or their air travel 
or their hamburgers. It's just you and me. We don't have to eat healthy because they're going to force us to do so. Because if we don't, then we might get sick and have to see a doctor and take up space for less fortunate people. So they're going to make us eat what they think we should eat. This is where we're going, folks. It's not a joke. So listen to this clown, and you may laugh, and you may cry, and you may do both. But this woman is, unless the folks in the Bronx come to their senses in two years, she is the future of the Democrat Party. Are you a Democrat? In July 2018, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who at the time was running for Congress, made a dubious statement about the U.S. workforce. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Here she claimed that people holding multiple jobs somehow makes the unemployment rate lower. Unemployment is low because people are working 60, 70, 80 hours a week and can barely feed their kids. PolitiFact examined these claims and found that out of 154.5 million job holders, only 6.4 million held multiple jobs. And out of that group, people working two full-time jobs is no more than 0.2% of the entire U.S. workforce. And with that, PolitiFact gave her statements on unemployment the notorious pants-on-fire rating. But instead of it being a teachable moment for Alex, she's doubled down. Do we want to live in a city where billionaires have their own personal Uber helipads? So do we want these kind of, you know, folks with helipads in the same city, in the same society as people who are working 80-hour weeks and can't feed their kids? Now, because she specifically mentioned New York City, let's do some math. In 2019, the lowest non-tipped hourly wage you can make in New York City is $13.50 an hour. So if someone is working 80 hours a week, they will make, at minimum, $1,080. But that's if they have two full-time jobs at 40 hours each. If they are working one full-time job and get 80 hours a week, after 40 hours, they would be eligible for overtime pay, which would net them $1,350. If you can't afford to feed your kids after working 80 hours a week, then there's some bigger issues at play. Glad we settled that. Now the Congress. I think it's wrong that you can work a hundred hours and not feed your kids. Work a hundred hours and not feed your kids. How many kids does this person have that they can't feed them working 100 hours a week? Corporations like Walmart can and and Amazon can get paid by the government, essentially experience a wealth transfer from the public for paying people less than a minimum wage. What does that even mean? Why are people clapping at this? Amazon pays all of their employees a minimum of $15 an hour. And while Walmart sales associates are generally paid a low wage, they certainly do not get paid below minimum wage because that would be against the law. This congresswoman says things that are blatantly untrue and people applaud her. I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. 
You can't be morally right if you are factually wrong. The world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. 12 years later. So the world isn't going to end in exactly 12 years, but it might be slightly warmer. She is getting this from the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. In 2018, they released a report that claims that unless the world cuts its CO2 emissions in half by 2030, the Earth's temperature will rise 1.5 degrees Fahrenheit. And if it does, it will be irreversible. Like, this is the war, this is our World War II. So, like, climate change is like the Nazis or something. So what's the congresswoman's solution to saving the planet? Socialism! A Green New Deal. A highly ambitious, some would say unrealistic proposal that would convert the entire U.S. economy to renewable sources of energy in just 12 years, while guaranteeing every American a job at a fair wage. You're talking about zero carbon emissions, no use of fossil fuels within 12 years? That is the goal. It's ambitious. And How is that possible? You're talking about everybody having to drive an electric car? Yep. According to Green New Deal proposals, the United States would have to stop all sales of non-electric vehicles by the year 2030, followed by a swift phase-out of internal combustion engine vehicles. It's going to require a lot of rapid change that we don't even conceive as possible right now. The problem is that there are 260 million vehicles in the United States, and they would all need to be retrofitted to be electric or replaced entirely. The cost of replacing hundreds of millions of vehicles would cost taxpayers trillions of dollars. It's not feasible. Oh, and let's not forget the Green New Deal's federal jobs guarantee that would consist of as many as 25 million jobs to whoever asks for one pay them a livable wage, and provide them with health care. This would require the raising taxes. There's an element where, yeah, there, people are going to have to start paying their fair share in taxes. Do you have a specific on the tax rate? Not exactly. Your tax rate, you know, let's say from zero to $75,000 may be 10% or 15%, etc. So far, she's not answering the question. Instead, she tries to explain to Anderson Cooper, a multimillionaire, how taxes work and not doing a very good job. But once you get to like, the tippy tops, uh, on your 10 millionth dollar, uh, sometimes you see tax rates as high as 60 or 70 percent. <laughs> I know you're confused. So let me try and explain how a progressive tax system works. Let's say you made $40,000 last year. Looking at this chart, since you made more than $38,700, you would pay 22% in taxes, right? <laughs> nope, not how it works. I'll try and make it as simple as possible. Everything that you make between zero and $9,525 is taxed at 10%. Then everything between $9,525 and $38,700 is taxed at a 12% rate, and so on and so forth. So what Ocasio-Cortez is saying is that the top tax rate should be 70% for people making 10 million or more dollars. To put it simply, for every dollar you make past 10 million, you get to keep 30 cents. <laughs> but wait, there's more. There's the Medicare tax, which is 2.35% for single earners making over $200,000 a year. And if you live in New York City, the top tax rate would be 85.046%. So for every dollar you make past 10 million, 
you get to keep 15 cents. Seems totally fair to me. This kind of tax rate was the norm up until the early 80s. It was, it was. This is not a new idea. Under Republican pres uh, Republican administration, Dwight Eisenhower, we had 90% marginal tax rate. Wow. First off, you can't compare current federal tax rates to what they were 60 plus years ago. The tax code was completely different, and without getting too much into it, no one really paid the top rate of 91%. Second, Eisenhower didn't implement those high tax rates. They'd been in place since 1943 when FDR was president. Under Republican administration, Dwight Eisenhower, we had 90%. And under a Republican administration, under Ronald Reagan, the top tax rate was lowered to 38.5%. So what's your... Okay, all right, we get it, right? This woman is just plain dumb. She doesn't know economics. She doesn't know history. She's just dumb. I mean, listen to the way that she speaks. And like, if we if we go ahead and, and tax every millionaire and every billionaire 90%, then we'll be able to pay for the Green New Deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about air travel first before we get off of the air because we've got about 15 minutes left. From both a financial and practical standpoint, replacing planes, and this is what she wants to do, replace planes with high-speed rail lines. Okay, so replacing planes with high-speed rail lines, for example, makes little sense if – no, it makes none. For one thing, high-speed rail projects cost billions and billions of dollars. Consider the proposed Texas line between Dallas and Houston, just between Dallas and Houston, which could cost as much as $20 billion. Both cities, notably, are in the same state, separated by less than 300 miles. Replacing air travel with high-speed rail would mean lines connecting every major city in the country, at least. The amount of money you'd actually need to build these lines would be so far in the trillions, well, I don't see how you would possibly get it done. Where's the money coming from? Think about that. Ocasio-Cortez. And the reason why I, I, I do that whole accent thing is because that's what she did. That's how she pronounced her name, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. For some reason, she, she saw fit to throw that whole accent thing out there when I don't know a single Puerto Rican who speaks that way. But Ocasio-Cortez thought – doesn't – no, she, don't, she doesn't think. Ocasio-Cortez doesn't seem to care about the Green New Deal's fiscal cost. For example, she told Business Insider last month that modern-day money theory, which says the government can essentially print and spend as much money as it wants… Regardless of budget deficits or national debt, should absolutely be a larger part of our conversation about paying for her plan. Now, putting this dubious reasoning aside, her goal of eliminating air travel still makes no sense. The reason why people take air travel is generally because it's fast. There are very few corridors where rail travel could realistically compete with planes. If you're going across the country, 
then obviously high-speed rail is not going to be compatible with air travel. And it certainly wouldn't be effective if you wanted to travel to, say, Hawaii. A high-speed rail between the West Coast and Hawaii would require underground tunneling, which would itself cost an astronomical amount. I can't think of a number high enough. Can you? You're talking about more than trillions. I think in order to build build a line, you'd have to go with like a Google. No, five, ten Googles. A lot of Googles. And as was pointed out earlier by my man, the Donald, Senator Maisie Hirono, the Democrat from Hawaii, seems to realize the impracticality of ending air travel by stating, quote, that would be pretty hard for Hawaii. She said of Ocasio-Cortez's plan, but she signed on to it before she said this. But then she – I guess she thought about it. And there's another issue regarding air travel since we're, since we're, since we're going to do the air travel thing, and, and we'll get to the rest later on another show. There's another issue. Truly replacing air travel with high-speed rail lines would require connecting all the countless cities in the U.S. that while they wouldn't be classified as major – Still have airports. All right. Casper, Wyoming, for example, and Provo, Utah, both have populations under 500,000. Are we really going to build high speed rail to places like these? Hmm. Ocasio Cortez has admitted finally. That completely eliminating air travel within 10 years might not be possible. Yeah, really? The woman – I she's an embarrassment, a complete and utter embarrassment. And her Green New Deal reads like a word vomit from a 13-year-old child asked to scribble out their bold new thoughts for radically different America. Different than what we have today. That includes phasing out cows and American air travel. In how anyone took this seriously and is still taking it seriously is frightening to me. I mean seriously frightening that so many people that I – I mean I disagree politically with a lot of these people, but the fact that… They're taking it serious? Lee? Makes no sense to me. Let's get real, folks. The United States of America is not going to achieve net zero greenhouse gases in 10 years or any years. It's not going to happen. And even if the United States did, there's still a whole big old world out there. Lots of people. Other countries aren't going to simply say, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. We're going to, like, sack all our planes and, and our ships, and, and we're going to build high-speed rail. And we're going to get rid of our cows, and we're going to retrofit all our buildings. I'm starting to think that Ocasio-Cortez and these other clowns that agree with her – New Green Deal 
are simply attempting to bring the America, the United States of America to heal, to destroy the United States of America. Because there's no way if this plan were ever to be put in play, even half of it, even 15 to 20 percent of it, that we would not be done. Game over. Our economy in shambles and ruins. Think of air travel alone and how many people are employed, the mechanics, the builders, the pilots, the flight attendants, and all the people that work at the actual airport itself. Some of those places are like small cities. All that's gone. Game over. Where do these people go? What do they do? Oh, that's right. They they get paid to uh, whether they want to work or not. Oh, did I mention the fact that in her plan, she wants everyone to have a living wage whether they want to work or not? Then who's going to want to work? There'll be a few people out there who said, "Oh, I like to keep busy," you know, like retirees. Oh, I like to keep busy, and you know, if I'm, I like to, I like to work and with my hand, you know. Okay, there'll be like ten of those folks, maybe twenty. But everybody else will like, oh, they're just going to pay me just to hang and watch Netflix all day. I'm good. Wow. Like I said, I'm sure. I hope, rather, that those of you who are listening to the sound of my melodious voice, I hope that you have agreed with me that this woman is out there where the buses don't run, no pun intended. She's out there. And that's cool. She can be crazy as a loon because I suspect in two years… The folks from the Bronx are going to be like so embarrassed that a dog can run against her and win. So she'll be gone in two years. I, I got a feeling that the, the folks in the Bronx are are going to put her out of her misery in two years and just send her back to bartending or whatever she was doing. But it's not her that I'm, that, that worries me. It's these other people, Cory Booker, Camilla Harris, and so many others. A lot of these people are running for, for, for the office of the presidency. They've declared. And I, I consider them, even though I don't agree with any of them on almost anything, I, I think they're smart people. I mean, she's a nut. So nobody's really paying attention to her. Everybody's laughing at her. But the, how do you laugh at somebody who is otherwise rational and and actually has rational thoughts on occasion. Hmm. I don't know. It's crazy. We're living in la la land. And each of the candidates on the Democrat side are racing to see who can be more socialist. When all we need look to is Venezuela, one of the richest countries on God's green earth just 10 years ago. Now they can't feed themselves at all. How does that even happen? 
because before they were socialist, they were rich and powerful. Then Hugo Chavez took over and turned the whole place into socialism, socialism and, 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 and gave everybody money for oil money and, and said, okay, here, here's money for you. Here's money for you. I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you that. You're going to have a house. You're going to have food, blah, blah, blah. Once all that shit ran out, boom, drop it like it's hot. That's why we see what's going on in Venezuela now because they were once rich and powerful and democratic. They went straight to socialism, and now they're done. This is what the left wants to see here in the United States. So many of these Democrats, including Alexandria Casio-Cortez, embraces what's happening in Venezuela. Bernie Sanders, for God's sake, spent his honeymoon in Russia and praised the system, and he's declared. This is what's happening, folks. Are you scared yet? Are you? You should be. You should be. Because this affects you, every single one of you. Do not buy into this lie that it's only going to affect the rich. These people are trying to tell you what you can eat, what you can't eat. They're, I mean they've been doing that for the last five, eight, eight ten years. How much you can eat, whether you should have salt in your food, every single aspect of your life under socialism is going to change and not for the better. Is this how, is this, is this how you want to go down? Is this what being a Democrat is all about? Well, it's time to go. But we'll be back tomorrow, and we'll talk more about this and other things. Please do tune in. I know there's so many things you could be doing, and you take the time to listen to my show, and I so appreciate you for it. Now we're out. Have a good night. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America and Donald John Trump. Today there's things disappearing that I worked for all my life. I dread having to start again with just my children and my wife. I want to thank some lucky stars for trying to bring our greatness back today. Cause the flag used to stand for freedom, now they're trying to take that away. We're gonna make America great again We're gonna set our country free From the destruction by the party Taking freedom away from me And I'll probably stand up next to Trump And support him here today Cause there ain't no doubt he'll fix this land God bless Trump and the USA We will make
America safe again. We will make America great again. With the fine folks of Minnesota to the great peaks of Tennessee, along with the strong down in Texas, from sea to shining sea, from the suffering Detroit down to Houston, New York to L.A. We can bring back the American dream And it's time we stand and say We're gonna make America great again We're gonna keep our country free And we're going to help all those who fought To give that right to me And I'm glad Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.